Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. To another day with the Lord If you didn't know it today Today is a very special day What special day is it, Pastor? It's today <laughs> This is the day that the Lord has made And we've chosen to rejoice and be glad in it That's what's special about today What's special about today is you are very much alive Amen You're alive. Whatever condition you think you're in, you are still alive. And Jesus is still with you. Now, I would hope that you didn't run him off, okay? Amen. That's not a good idea. But this is a good day. Even if it's cold or if it's hot or if it's just the way you like it or if you want it a little warmer or if it's raining or if it's sprinkling or if it's doing none of those things and the sun is shining, this is a great day. We have an opportunity today, an opportunity, yes, we have an opportunity today. We have an opportunity to fellowship with the word of God together as the body of Christ. We have the opportunity to blend our prayers together to the Lord. We have an opportunity to extend our love and our caring and our fellowship with other saints. We have an opportunity to break through barriers that have been there for a very long time. We have a wonderful opportunity today, and we're going to take advantage of it. Now, if you're still rubbing your eyes, that's okay. That'll stop after a while, because we're going to talk about some very important things. They're very important to all of us, and they're important to God, too. Some of us think God's only concerned about certain areas of our lives, and other things just aren't quite so important. But you don't understand him as well as you are. You see, God is concerned about every single thing in our lives. I heard a well-known minister say one time that God doesn't care about what color socks you wear, but I can prove that's not the truth from my own life, Okay. So don't start that one about God doesn't care about this. Oh, yes, he does. If it touches your life, he cares, and he cares very deeply. So if that has been your thinking or you happen to have heard that pastor and you believed him, you may ditch that belief because it's not the truth. The Bible says that Jesus is touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He understands where we are. He doesn't have to locate us. He knows exactly where we are. Amen? He understands. You don't have to go to him and explain, Lord, I feel like he already knows. Acknowledging it is wonderful, but he really doesn't need an explanation because he got it already. Amen? You can't say that he doesn't understand what it's like to have siblings that are a pain in the neck. He does. He had siblings on this earth. And at one point, several points along the way, they were a bit of a pain in the neck. 
Most of them didn't believe that he was who he said he was until after he died and resurrected. So you can't say he doesn't understand that. You can't say he doesn't understand what it's like to be without. He lived in Nazareth. That's where he grew up. Yes, he does understand. You can't understand, say that he doesn't understand what it's like to have people jeering at you and poking at you and making fun of you and mocking you. They did that to him. So, yes, he does understand. There are a lot of experiences that we have in life that somewhere in our minds we have believed the lie of the devil that Jesus really doesn't understand what this feels like. Yes, he does. Amen? So you can throw that out. Yes, he does. And yes, he cares. He understands when you are challenged with a situation. He understands when you're being introduced to a new circumstance and you don't know quite what to make of it. He does know what that's like. He does. He's gone through all of the stages of maturity that humans go through. He does understand. Yes, he does. So you can't say he can't relate to this because, yes, he can. Well, he surely can't relate to having a a baby. Yes, he can. He gave birth to the entire body of Christ on the cross. Okay? So you can't say he doesn't understand what it's like, what it feels like when you're dying. Yes, he does. He doesn't understand what it feels like when all these demons are attacking you at once. Oh, yes, he does. So all of those little lies that you have swallowed, please cough them back out. They're not the truth of the word of God. Jesus does understand how you feel. But he doesn't want you to sit there and spend your life resting on how you feel. That's a very weak place, your feelings. He would much prefer that you decide to rest on his word, a place of strength. Amen? So think about that this week, that the weak place is just depending on your own thoughts and your own feelings. That's a place of weakness. You've been called from that place to a place of strength. And that's depending on him and his word. Amen? Amen. So those of us that need to transition from where we've been to where we ought to be, we're going to do that, aren't we? Yes, Pastor, we're going to do that. Amen. So for those of you that were asleep, you ought to be partially awake now. Amen? Amen. Amen. We're happy that you joined us today. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are an international, Christian, non-denominational, holy, reverent, loving church of the living God. Amen? Where Jesus Christ is Lord. And we are graciously inviting you to join us for the remainder of our service. We begin our service repenting of our own sins. And none of us come saying, oh, I don't have any sin, because that wouldn't be the truth. The Bible says all 
have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So we begin our services repenting of our own sin. No, not fussing to God about somebody else's sin, repenting of our own. Amen? And then we celebrate Holy Communion. Why? Because Jesus gave his life so that we would have the opportunity to repent, so that we could have forgiveness, so that our sins could be washed away. Amen? Now, if you want to keep your sins, we won't bother you. But most of the people that come here want to get rid of theirs. Amen? They want to get rid of theirs, and we're praying that you want to get rid of yours too. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for this opportunity to rid ourselves of the burden that we've been carrying since whatever it is happened or did not happen. We thank you, Lord, that you're still teaching us how to live like you, how to walk in your word, how to walk in your spirit more perfectly. We know that we have omissions, and we know that we did things not right, and we have had attitudes, and sometimes we fussed at you, sometimes we fussed at others, sometimes we were just frustrated and upset. Maybe we were too tired and we overextended ourselves, which opened the door for that. But, Lord, whatever it was, we come before you confessing it now, and we ask for your mercy and for your forgiveness and for your continued grace. We ask, Lord, that as we mature in the love of God, that we will look more like you, sound more like you, respond more like you, that we'll be more like you. We know we're transforming because we're not the people we were when we first came to this ministry. We have changed. We have changed. We can look back at who we used to be and how we used to behave, and we can tell we're not there anymore. And for that, we must thank you and give you praise. So we come today, Lord, repenting of those places where we was just too stubborn to stop being stubborn where we didn't feel like listening and we didn't want to do this and we didn't want to do that. Or we said too much when we should have closed our mouth. Or we thought things that just don't please you and don't please us either because we know they're wrong. So we ask for your forgiveness. We ask, Lord, that you heal us where we need to be healed. We are still lifting up to you the list of, of saints, Lord, that need breakthroughs. We all need breakthroughs, Lord. Thank you for the breakthroughs that we need in our lives. Thank you that you care enough to draw us to yourself. Thank you, Lord, for an opportunity to say, Jesus, I love you. While we're still here on the earth. Thank you, Lord. So I'll give everybody a couple of minutes to say their words to the Lord themselves. Errorakarese, I'll 
सारो For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show or proclaim the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. <coughs> but let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. <laughs> For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep or are dead. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I don't think we're going to fully understand that not condemned with the world until we get there and see what that really looks like. Then those words will come back to us and we'll go, ooh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad, Lord, that you made a way for me. You know, God likes making a way for us. He likes that. It brings him pleasure when we depend on him to solve our issues and provide solutions and answers to what we need. But you know how the flesh is. The flesh wants to do everything itself. But that's not the way God's teaching us. He's teaching us to win every time. 
not hit and miss. He's teaching us how to depend on him, a more sure way. Amen? You know how it is. You get up in the morning and you decide, well, today I'm going to do this and 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 this. You got a list all the way down the road. And you think, well, if I don't get it all done today, then tomorrow I'll do this and that and this and that and this and that. But you know, saints, it it bears witness with my spirit that if we would just start the day thanking the Lord and praising him quietly and asking him what he thinks we ought to do in a day, that it would go far better with us. You know, we decide everything must be done today. But you know something? Not necessarily so. Everything doesn't have to be done today. Everything ought to be done in God's order and in God's timing. There is a difference between your list and God's plan. So I'm going to encourage you to switch from your list to God's plan. And things will go better for you. Amen? Amen. Amen. God's plan is always the best plan. Heavenly Father, you sternly warn those who consult mediums and spiritists who whisper and mutter. Now, I know, saints, I know you don't do that. You don't go see the tea reader, you know, leaf tea reader person. You don't go see that lady with the hand by the rose. You don't do those things. I just know you don't. But, you know, you might know somebody who does. And then when they come to tell you what the people said, now that's in your ear, and it's going into your spirit. Father, in Jesus' name, we bind all such and their work. We will never comply with any such advice. Isaiah says, your name is counselor. Your name is counselor. I can't think of a time that I didn't need a counselor. But you're the right counselor for each of the saints, Lord. Your saints, Father, should inquire of you, for you are our God. You made us, you're growing us, you're teaching us, you live in us, you give us our life's plan. Our counselor is you. It's not the newspaper, it's not the news channel, it's not all the people we think we know, or what our parents taught us. Our counselor is you, Lord. Our counselor is you. We will not consult the dead on behalf of the living. Your warning to us is that those who do not speak according to your word have no light in them, and they proceed to your judgment. They proceed to your judgment. Lord, you have given us the power over unclean, familiar spirits to cast them out 
and to heal sicknesses and diseases. You have given us the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Yes, Lord, power over physical threats and spiritual threats, over physical threats and spiritual threats. Yet we rejoice because you have written our names in heaven. In the name of Jesus, we bind and chain with eternal chains unto darkness and fetters of iron. Every familiar spirit which would attempt to operate in our lives, we send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Let every spirit which is operating in our lives, even those hiding from us, be exposed unto judgment in Jesus' name. Father, we have trusted in your holy name. We thank you for hearing our prayers and answering them. Amen. Father, in particular, we ask you to uncover spirits that have been hiding in us for a long time. They've been bound, but they don't, they don't dare move lest we perceive their presence and cast them out. But, Lord, we ask you this week by your grace and by your mercy to uncover the spirits in us that need to be cast out. Amen. We want to walk in truth, Lord. We don't want those spirits in us. And regardless to how we got them, we want them gone. So we ask you, Father, in Jesus' name, to uncover those spirits in us that they may be cast out by the finger of God in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy in Jesus' name. We slam the door on Satan in Jesus' name. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness. In the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep, we bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of our witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital technology demons and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all brainwashing and Kundalini spirits and their attacks, 
water and marine spirits and their attacks. <clears throat> all sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind all sorcery devils and their attacks. All seducing, womanizing, drone spirits, whoredom spirits, and their attacks. All the voices of the stranger and their attacks. All targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks. Microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We bind hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. And we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We take authority, dominion, and power over every attack that starts with the satellites. We send those attacks back where they come from. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind the transmissions in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the transmissions in the name of Jesus. We bind the transmissions. The manipulating of the weather to produce this so-called climate change that they're calling for. And this global warming that really doesn't exist. We bind the law of global warming in Jesus' name. We bind the law of climate change in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind everything coming off the satellites, off the cell towers, and through our devices in Jesus' name. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Russian, Chinese, Japanese, Indonesian, Malaysian, Roca de Riquisa de Radioso, Taiwanese, Araga, Rula Radioso de Brique de Ridia, Tribal, Ruca de Brosha Radioso de Brique, Indigenous groups, Eraladioso de Riquis. Global cabal, every coven, and gathering of persons in witchcraft and the occult, 
We bind you in your works in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind you and chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind our Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind it in Jesus' name. Every spirit of weariness is bound in Jesus' holy name. Every spirit of weariness is bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We overcome you by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony in Jesus' name. Every spirit of weakness is bound. Every spirit of lethargy and apathy is bound. Every spirit of complacency is bound in Jesus' name. All the sleep demons are bound in Jesus' name. All the sleep demons are bound. We push you back with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We push you back with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We push you back with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody take a deep breath and cough and cough those devils out. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough in Jesus' name. All those demons we picked up all week long, we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. All of the magic touch. All the demons that came to us by word. Come out of us. All those spirits come out of us. In the name of Jesus. On the telephone. Talking to the wrong people. Their spirits coming to us. You're bound in Jesus' name. Come out of the saints. Get out of the saints. Get out of the saints. Get out of the saints in Jesus' name. Well, round people with the wrong spirit, their spirits transfer to us. You're bound in Jesus' name. You're chained. Go into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. All the witchcraft spirits we came in contact with, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. All the lust spirits that we came in contact with, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Every unclean spirit that we came in contact with, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit of idolatry that we came in contact with, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit of passivity that we came in contact with, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every lying demon that we came in contact with, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit of pride that we came in contact with, we bind you in the name of Jesus. Come up and out of the same. Up and out of the same. Up and out of the same. Through the music. Through conversation. 
all spirits of doubt, fear, and unbelief bound in Jesus' name. Every spirit of doubt, fear, unbelief, uncertainty, uh-huh, rejection, come out, bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out. Every spirit of rejection, 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 you're bound in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of I'm unacceptable, you're bound in Jesus' name. Every spirit of death, you're bound in Jesus' name. Every spirit of death and financial bondage, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come up and out of God's people. Oppression by death, come out of God's people. Oppression by death and lack, you're bound. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people in the name of Jesus. Eh, rola la dia saharekise de Diosola la dea. Raka tarabrese. Rola la dia kia rala la diosunde de brisha tarabrekete. Rela la diosuda la dia saharekahara. Yerregite de brese. Urula la diosunde de bre. Under a broke de diasa la diosula la dia side. Reke bababababababakushe de bre. Rike de diasa da bra. Raka, strap in finances, bound in Jesus' name. Strap by finances, bound in Jesus' name. Strap by finances, bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Trouble everywhere, bound in Jesus' name. Trouble everywhere, bound in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils, all mystic rituals and their intent, all sonic frequencies, the work of every druid, all 5G and components. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the hands of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils, and we bind all evil spirits which take animal form. Thanks. We're going to take a little break for a moment. We'll be right back to this, okay? Amen.
astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website in Jesus' name. Returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, all black magic and juju, all Nigerian witchcraft and occultism, and tribal rituals and sin, all Chaldean witchcraft, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe fantasy fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, Antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, vile VK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind every demonic human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, food, and soulless sacrifice in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, Rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin, in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Kali, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and 72, and we chain you all with eternal chains under darkness. In Jesus' name, we undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources in Jesus' name. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, and pact, and power in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in Jesus' name. We bind and return every demonic weapon, every fireball, every poison, every voodoo pin, every voodoo doll, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity and pride of our own opinion and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind the work of errors in our lives. We bind being misled, and we return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for that. Amen. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft 
back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, to transfer to us, to be bound and leave us now in the name of Jesus Christ. We are We bind demons coming across the computer lines, and we send them back where they came from in Jesus' name. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We cover ourselves, Lord, with the blood of Jesus. We cover our transportation and the road we travel. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interference in our transportation and on the road. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus, and we take authority over all demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away. We ask for the giant warrior angels to protect us. As we sleep and as we rest, we know, Lord, we have your fiery wall of protection. We have your very presence. We have Psalm 91 and many other psalms to remind us of how our protection comes from you. We pull out the fiery darts, pins, needles, spear, and all voodoo, witchcraft, and curses, and we return it to the sender in Jesus' holy name. We cut, burn, and destroy all Ungodly silver cords and ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all of the forms of agreement with the demonic realm. Amen. We break down, destroy, tear down walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, and shamans in Jesus' name. Amen. We break the power of every love spell, vex hex, all curses, spells, charms, fetishes. Psychic prayers, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment. Psychic powers, chanting, incantation, root work, and all tribal rituals and sins. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We send back spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, and wizardry and sorcery, and all the spirits that work with them. We thank you, Father. We give you praise, and we bind spirits of bondage in Jesus' name. We give you the praise. And, Father, we release upon your people the spirit of the living God in Jesus' name. Woo! 
Making a few adjustments. I'm moving around. Amen. All right. Praise God. I need my notebook. That's much better. Thank you, Brother Bill, for your help. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. I think that's it. All right, the tissue. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Can they still hear me? Of course you can. You're right there. Amen. Okay, saints, so today we have hit a place in the spirit where the enemy wants to push us back. And so he thinks he can stop me from doing what I came to do today, but that's just not going to work because we don't do it that way. Amen. Good, you can hear me. That's what matters. Saints, our God is desiring, strongly desiring, to deliver his children in their financial lives. God's wanting to deliver us financially. I know that we have believed him to deliver us in a lot of different areas in our life, but God also wants to deliver us all financially. And he knows what the enemy has been doing. And so he's come to our rescue. Amen? Some of you don't think you need any rescuing, but you see you're not the Savior. He has a vantage point that you don't have. You think, oh, I have everything I need and so on and so forth. But you don't know what Jesus plans to do with you and your finances. So you think, well, I'm sitting pretty. I've got everything I need. Everything will be just fine no matter what happens. But you don't know the future either. So the Lord said this message isn't for certain persons. 
This message is for everyone. This message is for every single one of us. Amen? Amen. Okay. Father, we love you, baby. We're praying for you. He has heard our cries and our groans. He knows. You don't have to explain to him, well, Father, such and such. He knows. He's right in there with you. He knows. And he wants us to have deliverance in our finances. And you say, well, why do I need deliverance in my finances? Because you don't know what God knows. Amen? We are growing in the word. So we must grow financially as well. I wasn't planning on that, Pastor. Well, Jesus is planning on it. Yes, it's time to get your faith out for finances as well. Amen. This is not the message of merchandising that you have heard previously from other persons and other sources in other places. You know you've heard that message. Well, this is not that. We don't preach that message here because we trust Jesus. Amen? The the leadership's not trying to make themselves extremely wealthy while you become poorer and poorer. We don't have that message here. Amen? And I think you already know that about us. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, in this ministry, we do not financially abuse the saints as some have done. You can say amen. We expect that you will tithe and give offerings as you grow in grace. We ask for alms when there is a need in the congregation. And many of you have experienced that and have responded in the love of God. Today, we will explore the witness which God has recorded in Scripture to the end that we will actively believe God, actively, actively believe God, actively, not passively. No, we're not going to be passive about this because God wants us to be actively believing him for him to prosper each of us, not certain ones of us, each of us. Some of us are in financial bondage. Others of us are getting by. Some of us are prospering, but God desires to bless all of his children, all of his children. Faith for God to prosper us comes from hearing the word of God. So we will find our answers there. Now, first, I have to share with you a personal experience, a very personal experience. You see, saints, long time ago, let's just say long time ago, when Pastor was out working in the business world, she was employed by a company that still exists that was based in Jacksonville. And this company had a a habit and a policy that was not 
transparent. It wasn't out in the open for everyone to know. You you had to find out about this as you found out. And that policy was that they would hire persons for the position for which I worked um, at different levels. You see, these persons had the same education, the same certification, and they all had the same ability. Some just had more experience than others. But even at entry level, they would pay the Caucasians one thing and the blacks something else. That's called theft, among other things. Yes, it's a sin and it's a crime. And God eventually judged that company for doing just that. No, I did not take them to court. I took them to Jesus. No, I didn't hire a lawyer. I already had one. His name is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You see, there are all kinds of reasons for people not being where they would have been otherwise. You see, if you start at one point and someone else starts at another point, it doesn't matter how many bonuses or promotions you get, you're still behind. Amen? So the Lord wanted me to tell you about that today. Why, I don't know, but that's what he decided, so I'm doing it. Amen? Many people have experienced that. There are all kinds of things that have been done to people unfairly, unrighteously, and unlawfully. But God is coming to bring restitution where restitution is due. God Almighty is coming to bring restitution where restitution is due. You see, his word says that he does it. So that means he has to do it before he takes us out of this land. Amen? So, saints, God will make a way for his word to manifest in your life, but you must actively believe that he has blessed you, and he will bless you even more. Yes, even in your finances. Even in your finances. Now, the enemy has been busy attacking me this morning, because he didn't want me to preach this message. And the minute I started to bind uh, spirits that have to do with our finances, he decided to attack. Well, Jesus has the victory. He's given it to us. And so we don't have to succumb to his attack. Amen? Psalm 69, verse 33. Psalm 69, verse 33. For the Lord heareth the poor and despiseth not his prisoners. You say, really? Yes. God does not despise the poor. You know, people despise poor people. They see them uh, living on the sidewalks and living everywhere they can live or anywhere they're allowed to stay. And they have a feeling that is not the right feeling. It didn't come from God. It's the attack of the enemy. To reject those persons, to not receive them, to not realize that actually they could be in those, that person's shoes if circumstances were different. Amen? 
But we're going to step beyond that. We're not going to be those people. We're going to love no matter who hates. Amen? Amen. For 430 years, the Israelites were slaves under the cruel Egyptian bondage. 430 years, they were slaves. Some of you just can't fathom such a thing, but others of us can. They lived in abject poverty and want, toiling under the hands of hard taskmasters. At the appointed time, God supernaturally, by his own mighty power, delivered the children of Israel out of bondage according to what he told Abraham over 430 years earlier. Really? Yes. He told Abraham he was going to do it. In Exodus chapter 12, beginning with verse 40, Exodus chapter 12, beginning with verse 40, it reads, Exodus, you know where Exodus is. It's at the beginning. Exodus chapter 12, it's Genesis, then Exodus. Exodus chapter 12, beginning with verse 40, now the sojourning of the children of Israel who dwelt in Egypt was 430 years. And it came to pass at the end of 430 years, even the selfsame day it came to pass, that all the hosts of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. So they didn't stay one minute longer than 430 years. They were out of there. God kept his word, as he always does. Although they had been oppressed and beaten down by the Egyptians, the children of Israel did not leave Egypt weak, feeble, or poverty-stricken. Let me say that again. I know you've seen that Ten Commandments movie, and everybody in it looks like they're feeble, weak, and downtrodden. But let me tell you what the Bible says. It says, although they've been beaten down by the Egyptians, they did not leave Egypt weak, feeble, or poverty-stricken. That's God's kind of deliverance. That's a God deliverance. Not one feeble person was among them, nor did they leave empty-handed. Not only did God deliver them out of bondage, but he broke the chains and bondage of poverty from their lives. Well, God's no respect of persons. If he did it for them, he'll do it for us too, won't he? Won't he? If he did it for them, he'll do it for us too. And we should expect that. Amen. Not only did God deliver them out of bondage, but he broke the chains and bondage of poverty from their lives. Amen. Psalm 72. 
Psalm 72, beginning with verse 2. Psalm 72, beginning with verse 2. He shall judge thy people with righteousness and thy poor with judgment. The mountains shall bring peace to the people and the little hills by righteousness. He shall judge the poor of the people. He shall save the children of the needy and shall break in pieces the oppressor. They shall fear thee as long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. He shall come down like rain upon the mown grass, as showers that water the earth. In his days shall the righteous flourish, flourish, an abundance of peace so long as the moon endureth. He shall have dominion also from sea to sea, and from the river unto the ends of the earth. They that dwell in the wilderness shall bow before him, and his enemies shall lick the dust. His enemies shall lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and and of the isles shall bring presents. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall offer gifts. Yea, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him, for he shall deliver the needy when he crieth, the poor also, and him that hath no helper. He shall spare the poor and needy, and shall save the souls of the needy. He shall redeem their soul from deceit and violence and precious shall their blood be in his sight. And he shall live, and to him shall be given of the gold of Sheba. Prayer also shall be made for him continually, and daily shall he be praised. There shall be a handful of corn in the earth upon the top of the mountain. The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon. And they of the city shall flourish like grass of the earth. His name shall endure forever. His name shall be continued as long as the sun. And men shall be blessed in him. All nations shall call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only doeth wondrous things. Amen? So, saints, get your head up off the floor. There's no need for that. You might run into something the dog left on the floor. That's no place for your head. Amen? When they marched out of Egypt, they carried with them the spoils of Egypt. When they marched out of Egypt, they carried with them the spoils of Egypt. God delivered them from their poverty. They were poor slaves one night. The next morning, they were carrying the spoils of Egypt, the world's power of that day, right out with them. Right out with them. From the very beginning, he blessed and prospered them 
until they had an abundance of everything they needed. Not some things, everything. An abundance, an overflow of everything they needed. They carried out vast wealth of Egypt, so much so that when Moses asked for a free will offering, an offering of their own will, they were able to give 29 talents and 730 shekels of gold, which was over one ton of gold. Have you ever seen one ton of gold? Well, they did. They did. Saints, our idea of prosperity does not always match with God's idea and plan for us. And that's the truth. The silver was 100 talents plus 1,775 shekels, which weighed over three and three-quarter tons. The bronze was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels, which weighed about two and a half tons. Amen? God's idea of prosperity and our idea is not the same idea. We need to switch to his idea. The gold and silver alone which they gave to build the tabernacle, which was only a portion of the riches carried out of Egypt, was worth more than $1 million. That's just the portion they gave to build the temple. So the portion they didn't give was there. Amen? God himself gave them the spoils of Egypt. He moved wealth into the hands of his people. Many of us have known these facts. We have heard of others whom God has blessed who were not able to maintain the blessing due to the sins of their flesh. That's right. Yes, the flesh must die. I'm going to tell you right now, the flesh has got to go. Because, see, when God begins to pour in the blessing, what's going to happen is the corruption that's in you that's related to mammon is going to surface. It's going to rise to the surface, and there will be a stench. All the greed, all the covetousness, all the uh, unrighteous thinking and believing, all of that's going to come to the surface. All of it, every bit of it. The thief in you will come forth if it's in there. The liar will not stop lying if it's in there. So we've been working on turning from our own wicked ways so that we will be able to receive the blessing of the Lord and maintain it in righteousness. You see, if you're, you're a poor manager of 
and a poor steward of what you have now, you're not going to be any better then. In fact, you'll be worse, and the responsibility will be greater. So it's time for us to change now. It's time for us to change now. If you can't save a quarter now, then what are you going to do later? You will not have that discipline firmly implanted in your life. If you're not saving now, you're not going to save later. So we must establish proper disciplines in our lives now so that when the blessing of the Lord comes, we won't squander it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Each of us must deal with our own corruption. Just as God delivered the Israelites out of Egyptian bondage and broke the bondage of poverty from them, he has delivered us out of the hands of the enemy and will break the bondage of poverty from his people today. Our God has established a covenant of blessing and prosperity with us, just as he did with Israel. Within this covenant, God made provision that all, not some, but all of our needs be met. He has provided salvation, healing, deliverance, forgiveness of sins, and he has promised to bless and to prosper us. Promises even to a thousand generations. There are many Christians who accept faith by God's provision of salvation and healing, yet they have not faith enough to believe God for his provision in their finances. Now's a good time to repent. Philippians chapter 4, 19. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You know, I, I was listening one day to a, a very popular Christian singer, and he was testifying about his own experience as he was going through, as we were experiencing the pandemic. And at that time, he had employees, various employees in his company and business doing various duties. And he was saying to the Lord, Lord, what am I going to do now that they've closed this venue and that venue and this venue and that venue? I've got to supply this for so-and-so and these needs for these people and on and on and on he went. And as soon as he closed his mouth, the Lord spoke. And he said, when have you ever provided before? Hmm. 
Maybe some of us need to listen to that. How am I going to do this and this and this? When did you provide it before? Hasn't he always been the provider? Even when you were out in sin, being nasty and rejecting him and doing all the wicked things you thought you could get away with, he still took care of you. Still took care of you. You would come to want and then you'd holler and scream to him and he provides. Yes, you went right back out into sin like you knew you were going to do anyway. But he provided anyway. He provided anyway. So, saints, I'm going to say it again. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Do you believe this? Do you really believe this? Remember the last time you had a need and you worried and fretted and gave the demons of anxiety place in your life? Your body responded in stress. Your hormones went into overdrive. Remember that? And God came through, didn't he? Not necessarily how you thought he was going to do it, but God came through. Well, let's not repeat that ever again. Let's not do that again. Amen? Let's not do that again. Some of us act this way in a continual cycle. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, for those who do that, By the power in your name, I break that cycle in their lives in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. I break the cycle in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people right now. You're bound. You're chained with eternal chains under darkness. We send you into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. Come out. Doubt, fear, worry, and unbelief. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. Come out. You have no right to be there in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people in the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out every bit. Generationally. Come out. You're bound. Come out of God's people. Thank you, Jesus. Well, saints, perhaps real, perhaps real faith is a better way. Perhaps real faith is a better way. It is time for God's people to completely destroy the barrier, to completely destroy the barrier, to completely destroy the barrier which Satan has built to stop Christians from taking hold of God's promises to meet their financial needs. There are many Christians who are not convinced that God will prosper and bless them. Many have believed in their hearts 
that God is not deeply concerned about meeting their financial needs. Yet there are those who believe somehow that through their poverty and suffering, they are actually bringing glory to God. Well, let me ask you this. Our God owns everything. Our God owns everything. What kind of father would he be to place his children here in the earth and not provide what they need to thrive in the earth? We take those kind of people to court and put them in jail, don't we? Why? Because it's against the laws of the land and it's against the law of God. It's against the law of the land and it's against the law of God. To bring forth and not provide for what you bring forth. Amen. In fact, the scripture says that he that doesn't provide for his own is worse than an infidel, worse than an unbeliever. That's why the Bible says when your mother and father forsake you, the Lord himself will take you up. You're here before you're there. You're here long before you're there. Amen? Amen. How is an impoverished child who will not believe God, saying him, give him glory? How does that give him glory? You're sitting here impoverished because you will not believe him to do any more for you. Yes, God requires faith. He's ready to do it, but you're going to have to give him some faith. The real deal. Poverty is not a blessing from God. I've heard people try to say it was, but I've got news for you. Poverty is not a blessing from God. You know, he said, don't talk about that. That'll start on another sermon. Okay, saints, we should treat it as a work of the enemy. A work of the enemy. Being in debt does not bring glory to God. The borrower is the servant of the lender. And some of us are attached to financial institutions that curse our God. We may not be aware of it, but we are. That's not a divine connection. Now, is it? Being in debt does not bring glory to God. Poverty is an avenue to bondage. It paves the way for suffering. 
It places heavy burdens upon people that are hard to bear. It hinders people from getting their needs met. Being so far in debt that a person is unable to pay his debt or unable to provide the basic necessities for the family is a form of slavery or bondage that opens the door to fear, worry, stress, discouragement, anxiety, sleeplessness, and a sense of hopelessness and defeat. So in the name of Jesus Christ, from my position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, I take authority, dominion, and power over your fear, your worry, your stress, your discouragement, your anxiety, your sleeplessness, your sense of hopelessness and defeat due to finances in Jesus' name. I bind it in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people. I command you to come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't care if your grandmama was real poor. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. I bind you devils in the name of Jesus. I uproot you. I uproot you. I uproot you out of them in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. You have no right to be there. I send you into the spiritual cage bound into the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment and all reinforcing devils and you can never come back again in Jesus' name. You can never come back again in Jesus' name. Regardless of the amount of your indebtedness, God will break that bondage of debt from you. Regardless of the amount of your indebtedness, God will break that Bondage of debt from you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I destroy the bondage of debt in God's people in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. 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 You are destroyed in Jesus' name. It does not matter. How long you have been held in bondage by your debt? God is greater than your bondage and your debt. God is greater. You do not have to stay in bondage any longer. You do not have to stay in bondage any longer. The devil is a liar. He has convinced many saints that they will always be poor and that they will never have the finances they need, that they will always be in debt, and that they might as well accept their circumstances. I curse that lie of the devil in you in Jesus' name. Curse that lie of the devil in you in Jesus' name. You need to cough them lies out. Because that's just not God. 
You need to cough those lies out. That's not your God. That's not Jesus Christ. That's the devil. That's Satan. Just as God heard the cries of the Israelites in their affliction and suffering and delivered them, God has heard the cries of his people who are under the cruel bondage of poverty and debt, and it is time for financial deliverance. It is time for financial deliverance. It is time for financial deliverance in Jesus' holy name. It is time for financial deliverance in Jesus' name. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Ye shall be free indeed. Psalm 40, verse 17. Psalm 40, verse 17. But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me. That's right. He thinks about you. And he has a better plan than poverty for you. Thou art my help and my deliverer. Make no tarrying, oh my God. He's your help and your deliverer. Not going out and getting one of those fast loans because you don't have enough to make ends meet. Look to God for your deliverance. Psalm 50, verse 7. Psalm 50, verse 7. But I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. Thou art my help and my deliverer. Thou art my help and my deliverer. O Lord, make no tarrying. Come now. Amen. Amen. Psalm 66. Verse 12, Psalm 66, verse 12, 66, verse 12. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. Thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. Saints, we're wealthy in Christ Jesus. He's bringing us out into a wealthy place. But we must actively believe him. Job chapter 36. Job chapter 36, verse 11. Job chapter 36, verse 11. Job. Chapter 36, verse 11. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. If we obey him and serve him, we will spend our days in prosperity and our years in pleasure. Amen. 
Psalm 35, verse 27. Psalm 35, verse 27. Psalm 35, verse 27. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. So now, there's no need for you to claim anymore that you're a day late and a dollar short. That's out. That should never come through your lips again. You should never confess again that you have champagne taste and a beer pocketbook. Never again should that come out of your mouth. And all those other sayings that you've been saying all your life because you heard your family saying them and other people saying them. You should declare that you are the blessed of the Lord because the Lord takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. The Lord says we need to practice. Okay, let's try it again. I am the blessed of the Lord because the Lord takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. I am the blessed of the Lord because the Lord takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Amen. Amen. Rise for the benediction, church. Rise for the benediction. Rise for the benediction. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end, and the church of God said, Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you for your word today. We have received it in our hearts, and we will obey you in Jesus' name. Now, saints, you spend some time with the Lord doing what you know is right. Amen? Allow him to talk to you. You're forever talking to him. It's time to listen. Amen? Amen. 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 God bless you. Pastor loves you. And I'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Amen. I'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Keep praying. Keep believing God.